In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. It's interesting how, as human beings, we have mixed ways of assessing things. We like the definite sometimes, and then we prefer the indefinite at others. So the indefinite we prefer when we want to make commitments. Well, if I can, maybe I'll check my diary, I'll see what's happening, um, I'll just see how I feel on the day. It gives us flexibility. It's a fluid presence. And yet, when dealing with others, we like the definite. Tell me when, exactly when, exactly how. When do you hope to come? When do you hope to do this? When am I going to know for sure? Because of course, it means we can set our lives regardless. Now the same thing also applies in our relationship to God. Our Lord says, give me your heart. Well, yes, maybe when I can, when it suits me, when it's possible, when it's convenient, when my life permits, when my situation allows. And yet, when we are told to wait on the Lord, it aggravates us. Because Lord, we want to know now. You're a God of promises. You say you fulfill your promises. Because you have promised, you need to do it, and not just do it whenever, do it when I want it to happen. Now, regrettably, and very frustratingly, it doesn't happen that way. And we've all sensed that. In today's gospel, the angel appears to Joseph. Now, Joseph is already traumatized. He's a man of senior years. He has taken this girl to be entrusted to him in his home. He suddenly finds she's pregnant. He's going all over the country. She's just given birth in a manger. And he's not quite sure what the next step is. And then, if it's not disturbing enough to have an angel appear to you in your dream, he tells you to take the young child and his mother and flee to a different country and wait there, and wait for it, until I tell you. Now, with all the confusion that's happened, he's suddenly been told to go somewhere he doesn't know. Don't forget, you know, travel in that day and age was different to now. People didn't get on EasyJet and land in Sharm el-Sheikh. They didn't suddenly get on their local bus and end up at Heathrow. Many of them had never traveled, and certainly not to another country, and certainly not a poor carpenter advanced in years. And yet, that's not the biggest hurdle. Joseph, go there to this place you don't know that you've never been, with a girl who is now the mother of a child who is not your son, but I want you to stay there until I tell you. Until I tell you, when we see the nice icons of the Holy Family going to Egypt with the pyramids and the smiling donkey, we think it was just a very short period of time. They were there for three and a half years. That's a lot of patience. 
for an old man. And yet, he was patient and he was faithful. When God tells us he will do something, he will do something. When God promises, he will fulfill. When God commits, he comes through. But the timing is something else. Because we have this concept of the fullness of time. The fullness of time is when it is most appropriate, when it is most effective, when it is most edifying, when it is best for us. And we don't know that. We often think we do. We think we know the best thing that is for us. I tell you one thing, I've made lots of decisions that I thought were the very best thing and they turned out being the worst thing I could have possibly done. Now I'm pretty sure that amongst this congregation there are many of us who have been in the same situation. And yet when we wait on the Lord for His time, it does two things. First of all, it teaches us to wait and to trust. It teaches us that there is something greater than us. And that gives us things that are greater than even our own imagination. It teaches us that we can't just rely on our own logic. Because there is something higher and greater. But the second outcome is even better. It gives us the best possible outcome. Because our God is a loving God. Think of the last time you were patient and got exactly what you wanted and sometimes even more than you expected. And so our God is a loving God. But He wants us to wait on Him. Not because he wants us to sweat, not because he wants to teach us patience, but he just wants to give us the best thing. He wants to give us the most perfect thing for us that we can experience. So next time you think you've had to wait a long time, think of 90-year-old Joseph who was estranged in Egypt and had to wait three and a half years. And then you think maybe things aren't quite as bad as they appear. And yet, in the fullness of time, the best things will come according to the promises of our loving and gracious God. And glory be to God forever.